Do you have a clearly defined hell yes customer? You better, because it is the key to a thriving organization fueled by sales and marketing that's aligned with operations. You've probably heard me talk about hell yes customer a million times on this podcast and throughout my book, but what about a hell no customer? I believe having a clearly defined hell no customer, what you don't want is just as important. And in today's episode, I'm gonna share with you some footage from my how to get the owner out of sales workshop where two guests in the audience made a surprising strategic partnership as a result of getting clear on what they don't want we weren't getting the leads that i knew we could we weren't getting the right leads what started happening is that our, our leads are more qualified our sales have probably gone up by about 10 to 15 percent a year we're going to increase our sales volume by a million dollars in a year Hey everyone, Jack Justice here and welcome to the Landscaper's Guide. This podcast is all about helping you grow your snow and landscape company through sales, marketing, and leadership. One of my favorite things about working in this industry is going to and also hosting events because it creates an opportunity for people to build relationships. What you're about to see is some footage from my last workshop where one of my clients, Mark, who runs a snow and landscape company in the Milwaukee area, creates a referral relationship with Peggy, who's actually in the Milwaukee area too, but looking to get out of hardscaping. So check it out how going through this exercise together created this new relationship for them. And I'd love to see you at one of my upcoming events. So check out landscapersguide.com events in the show notes to see our upcoming events. I hope to see you there. And now let's see how getting clear on your hell no customer created a referral partnership for two audience members. So I, I'm, I'm wondering if you'd like to volunteer and we'll work through your hell yes customer. Uh, sure, I'll volunteer. Could you um, tell us a little bit about your business? What's your What's the business name and where are you in the world? Yeah, uh, Lorena Harrington. I am the owner of Beautiful Blooms Landscape and we're located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And we serve um, an affluent client base. Our ideal client is residential, high-end or intricate complex landscapes that require the knowledge and expertise of a horticulturalist. We're not a company that's interested in anything to do with colored mulch or turning things into spheres and weird shapes on a landscape. You know, so residential landscapes have a lot of perennials. And I have seen a difference in performance of those perennials where there's colored mulch. Uh, huh. And I have also seen the dye running through the profile of the soil. So I don't think it's a very good thing for the environment. That's my opinion okay. and based on what I've seen. And I think it looks hideous in a residential setting. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, thanks for sharing. And so can you say, was it what was the name of the company again? Beautiful Blooms Landscape. Okay, beautiful blooms landscape singular landscape correct okay and then where are you actually located are you in milwaukee or are you in one of the burbs we our office is located in a town called menominee falls for the hell yes customer and you already gave us some of this is what are the so what are the services that are a yes right and then i'm gonna i'm gonna use red just to emphasize colored mulch, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Because this is a no, right? Correct. What else is so, a no? What else is a no for you? You said spheres. <laughs> I heard. I heard the word spheres. Yeah. What else? Uh, one-time service. Okay. Does that include a one-time construction project? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, interesting. So you, if I wanted you to design and build my patio in my backyard, do you, you wouldn't do that. We're what, a, a horticultural service company. Okay. So what, what no are the hardscape. services? Oh, okay. So you don't do any hardscape. Got it. Okay, so then do you do you work with other landscapers who do construction? Yes, I will happily refer them to hand-picked, highly reputable service company or landscape design build companies in my area. Okay, cool. Well, um, there may be, uh, do you know Mark by chance? Do you know Mark? Have you guys met? Mark. Mark Dubois from Quality Care? I have not. Well, I'd love to talk with you because we are exiting, <laughs> we are exiting out of exactly what you want. Perfect. Let's talk. And I want your hardscapes. <laughs> oh, we should, we'll talk. Okay. Okay. So, did either of you get forty-seven dollars of value so far in the workshop? Apparently, we just got some referral networking. <laughs> I I I think so. I think so. We'll see. I love seeing that happen, though. This happens at my workshops all the time. Actually, um, I did one on snow and ice management, and somebody was there from Canada, and they somebody else had a referral because it was in an area that didn't service, and they ended up working together. Um, so I love seeing that. Yeah. So Mark Mark's in Grafton, and he's he's in your neck of the woods so you all should chat okay so great so see what kind of opportunity just came out of saying no mm -hmm. so you're you're putting this out there and mark's like literally raising his hand like hi i can help now there mm -hmm. it's pro it's probable that there's going to be some overlap between you two over here maybe right but is there also opportunity yeah i have i have a client who moved into the market of one of my clients and I was like, wow, what do I do? I just introduced them and now they're referring each other and even subcontracting each other. So there's a lot of opportunities that come out of getting clear on this. Um, so what is a yes for you? You said horticultural services? A full season landscape management program. Okay. Does that include mowing? Yes, um, but, not mowing, but not mowing only. I'm full lawn services, restoration services, lawn um, mowing, lawn fertilization, disease management. Okay, uh, what about tree care? Yes, we have a full blown plant health care and soon to be certified arborist on staff. Do you do tree removal? That we subcontract also to a preferred contractor. Do you do landscape installation? So like if I had a hardscape, would you do plantings and? We would do small planting jobs, but not large elaborate ones. We don't create new planting mm -hmm. spaces. Um, a color program. So the seasonal color, mosquito and tick control. 
What about snow? I'm guessing you don't do snow. We don't touch snow. There's there's this wild and crazy guy from Grafton who loves snow removal. He has all, all these wheel loaders. He's <laughs> he's ready. He is ready to just come on in. Okay, so um, service area. What which areas of Milwaukee? So you're in Menominee Falls. Yep. What else? We we have uh, our main service area is about 76th Street. Is a is our one boundary, and then we'll go west all the way out to what's called Lake Country in Oconomowoc. That's a pretty big service area. It's really wide east-west, but it's very short north-south. So we follow the corridor of I-94 and Highway 16. Okay, and what would a what would a hell yes customer who's a full season landscape management? They're getting they're getting mowing, lawn care, restoration, tree trimming, plant health care, um, seasonal color, mosquito and tick. How much would they spend in in a year? Between thirty and fifty thousand dollars. Okay. And how how many years would they stay a client? Since we have really targeted this audience, it's been about five years, so five plus at this point. Excellent. Okay. Um, and then who would be a hell no for you? So you already mentioned if they're not in this service area. Um, and then what would be a like, maybe we would come and still talk to you if you had a budget that was at least, is it 30? Is that the bare minimum or what's the like? No. No, 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 no. You just, you asked like what the value of somebody subscribing to all of those services that puts them yeah. in that 30 to 50, but I would say 7,000 is our minimal. Okay. So 7,000 minimum. Yeah. Okay. So, um, right. So what we've done here is if you, if you have this on a single piece of paper, you could have a really productive networking conversation with Mark. You guys could hop on Zoom. You could meet at Miss Katie's Diner. My, Mark <laughs> and I went there. Have you ever been there? I, I know it's downtown Milwaukee, right? Yeah, yeah, really good. We went there. But, you know, so this, like I said, this is this revolutionary technology because Mark would be like, cool, got it. Here's where you work. I have clients in this area you do this and they need to have at least $7,000. So when he's talking to somebody in this area, um, you know, it's Loriena, right? Lorena. Oh, Lorena. Okay. Thank you. All right. So it, Hey, I, you know, I have a colleague, Lorena, who she can help you with this. Oh, well, how much does Lorena usually charge? You know, her projects, some of them get, get up to $50,000 a year. I think she'd need to come and meet with you. I don't know. I know that she has around a $7,000 minimum. Oh, okay. That's about what we, yeah, we could, we could, that's about what we were expecting or $7,000 for full season landscape management. I just need somebody to mow my lawn once a year for $50, right? Great. You know, Lorena is probably not a good fit. So this is this revolutionary technology to get you out of sales. Someone else needs to know this they need to own this and it can be wow where, where so where does this go what do we do with this it could be many many places what i mean by that is 
um, you should have a page for each of these on your website. And on each page, it should make it really clear, you know, currently accepting full season landscape management clients, which means we're going to provide all of these different services. Um, you could have a pricing page that could explain these pricing brackets. We're going to talk about bracketing in a little bit. You should have a $7,000 minimum. I'm going to show you some examples of landscape client websites that I've built where on the, on the contact page, we have them select a budget and your lowest option would be $7,000. Now we're all in the industry and like, hey, that makes sense for what you're describing. Like you're going to have some pretty skilled, probably hard people to find who can do all of this horticultural care. Um, some people call this fine gardening. Would you call this yep. fine gardening? Yeah, so yeah. that might be a, another keyword for you is, you know, fine gardening, right? So finding people who can do fine gardening full-time is hard, right? So you're going to need to charge a premium to offer this, but you're targeting a pretty high-end clientele. So this question, this little checkbox on the on the contact page, especially if we have a little link to the pricing page, so people understand how much this all costs, right? That is what will help disqualify people from even contacting you. So, so again, the goal here is to talk with qualified people, which means we need to disqualify some of them to then talk to the qualified people. To me, a qualified lead is somebody who needs my services, they're in my service area, and they're at least in my budget ballpark. Do they need to know the exact price before they talk to me? No, I'm gonna, I'm always, you're always gonna need to talk to them and scope it out and there are options and things to remove, but they at least need to know and be in the ballpark. Um, so this, this is how it can save you a lot of time. So Lorena, thanks for playing and uh, congratulations meeting a new referral partner, Mark. I know Mark, I, I work with Mark, he's cool. Mark recently rode horses for the first time. Did you, if you haven't seen it on our podcast, um, Aaron, if you could put that one in the chat, that was a good one. Today's hat sponsor is Techscape's Nursery and Landscape down in Ennis, Texas. We were fortunate enough to work with Techscapes on their rebranding. They had acquired a nursery. They had their landscape company. They needed to figure out their name. So we helped them create a new business name, dial in their SEO, their website, and their branding. And I'm super grateful to Casey for giving me this awesome camo hat. It has the logo we designed on it. And I'm out in the forest right now, sighting in my bow for archery season. Uh, thank you, Casey, for trusting us and for giving me this cool hat. How cool is this? I don't think we have any other of our client logos on a camo hat. Thank you. And hey, if you run a multi-million dollar landscape company, you've been around for maybe 10 or 15 years, and you have questions around updating your brand or your business name, or you've made acquisitions or mergers, we'd love to talk to you. So just reach out to us for a 15 minute call at landscapersguide.com slash brainstorm. And we'll help you figure out how to solve that puzzle of branding and SEO, all those different things. Okay, so so do you have something like this typed up currently, Lorena? Um, it's 
not typed up formally, but we know it. Like we okay. talk about it within our office. Good, great. So next we're gonna, we're gonna talk about what do we do with this? So thanks for playing. Um, we will send you a gift of some kind and uh, let's talk more about how to get more of the Hell Yes customers. For those of you who are watching, maybe if you don't have that, if you don't have that list yet, that would be the, the first starting point and takeaway is to get really clear. And I think it takes years to figure this out. It's, it's ye often years of doing the work, looking at your numbers, realizing, oh, wow, we actually don't like this service that we do. We're discontinuing it. Mark is getting ready to close. Mark, what are you looking to offload? We've been going around and around on unloading the majority of our residential maintenance. It's, uh, uh, you know, it's conflicted. The schedules are just as we grow our commercial maintenance, snow and our higher end clients, like all the Costco's in the area and stuff like that. It's the, the it's just conflicting schedules. Um, so we're, we're either got to almost start another residential division that's going to manage that, or we're going to pick a lane and focus. So that th those are the discussions that we're having. Excellent. And uh, a commission to the marketing guy that connected you to, right? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Once we're clear on our hell yes customer, yep. we we need to really empathize, em empathize with them. We need to get into their heart and into their pains, right? So what are the pains that this person has? So like how big of a property would this person have, Lorena? Um. It's usually at least a half an acre. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are some really intense small landscapes that can garner a seven to $10,000 annual service contract. Generally, though, they're in the suburbs. Lake properties are very common for us now as we're targeting our ideal client um, or our hell yes client. And um, the the size of the property along with the complexity of the garden space is really where it comes together. Okay, up to and so five what, acres. Okay, up to five. Yeah. I mean beyond yeah. I mean I think beyond five acres, we're just looking at increased square footage of lawn space or prairie area. It's not right. It's not really expanding the intense garden space at that point. I mean, it is, but it's right. minimal. Well, so what, what kind of problems would I have with my landscape if I had a five acre property on a lakefront? Uh, how, is my, how is my current provider dropping the ball or <clears throat> am I doing the work myself currently? Like what, what's going on? They're almost not ever doing the work themselves. Um, Sometimes I guess we are the first landscape contractor, so they had been doing it themselves, but it's overwhelming either because of age, schedule, or the expansiveness of their landscape. Um, pain points that we hear most common are communication. That Definitely. the landscape company that they previously have worked with just doesn't have the infrastructure in place to handle good communication. And follow through kind of, linked together with communication, labor shortage right now, right? Um, mm -hmm. 
I would say the follow through and, commun and communication though are the biggest pain points. Um, what else? Knowledge, you know, they complaining about quality. So they, they, you know, the horror story of them coming home and what the landscaper thought were weeds are ripped out, but it was really young plants or, or something along those lines. So unqualified. Yeah. In a so more I, intricate yeah. landscape, mm -hmm. you really have to know your plant material. Identifying those diseases when they're just starting rather than when you have to cut the tree down because it died. That's, that's great. So I started earlier in my talk and I told a horror story of a client who was spending $6,000 a month, right? And you can do the same thing here. So once you have your hell yes customer and you're aware of the pains that they have, you can tell people stories on the phone. If they're like $7,000, I would just say, yeah, how much are you paying your current people? Well, 2,000. Why are we talking? Right. Well, they're, they've, they pulled the weeds out and uh, they pulled the plants out that they thought were weeds, but they weren't. And, oh, okay, well, typically people hire us because their current people aren't communicating with them. They're not following through on what they said they were going to do because they're not staffed to do it. And they're ruining plants because they lack the horticultural knowledge that many fine landscapes have. Which of those is a problem for you? Oh my God, all three, right? Um, right. So now you're able, these are the reasons. Now we're getting into differences. Well, hey, we have, and then tell me about your staff. Do you have people who can communicate that no plants, right? We do, yeah. Our, our team is qualified, educated, formally and informally job experience, but we also have a system you know, a backbone to our operations, a computer technology system that allows us to easily communicate live documents between client and worker or between client and office. Great. And are these mainly second homes for these people or are they their primary residence usually? Almost all are primary. Some are secondary. A hell no would be any rental property. <laughs> okay. So, it, it has to be their primary or the lake home, the, the up north cabin. Got it. Yeah. So on your um, on your contact page, you could write, uh, this property is my primary residence, my lake house, my investment property. And um, we build forms that disqualify people, right? So you could have a, you it could stop them from filling it out. Thanks so much. At this time, we're not taking on clients who um, have rental properties. We recommend, you know, Bob's landscape management, mm -hmm. whatever. Maybe you get a referral to Bob. Okay, so so what we've what we've just done is we've created your hell yes customer. We've clarified rather. You already you already have an idea of who this is. Often in business, it feels weird saying no to people or turning away business when you have a staff and payroll and other things that keep you up at night. But what happens when you start getting really clear on who is your hell yes customer, who do you serve, and how can you dial in your marketing to attract them and dial in your sales process to attract that customer and serve them. It creates scalability and freedom, and ultimately it serves the customer.
telling the customer, no, we don't do hardscapes, but Mark does, and he does a great job, will serve them better than trying to take on everything when we're not staffed for it or we don't want it. So in order to do that, though, you've got to have an abundance of qualified leads coming in, and that's what the Tree of Good Fortune is all about. So I'd love to meet you at one of our upcoming events to tell you more about that. So check out landscapersguide.com events to see us at the NALP Elevate Show, we're, we're booth number 1128. We've got our Landscaper Summit on October 6th, which is cool because it's a virtual event where you can bring your whole team if you want or members of your leadership team during business hours and still be home on time for dinner while getting a ton of value for sales, marketing, and leadership all on October 6th. And we've got other events. We're gonna do two a month for the rest of the year because it's fall and winter time. It's time to start working on your business, get ready for springtime. So check out landscapersguide.com events. Subscribe there so you get invited. And uh, I look forward to seeing you there. My name is Jack Jostis, and I look forward to talking to you next week in the Landscapers Guide. got a whole bunch of cool let's do that again there is an ant on the camera can you see it there's literally an ant crawling over the camera we're out in the national forest in the great outdoors